Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Murphy Street Podcast. I will be your host for the evening. My name is Murphy. Joining me today, as always, is Bronson. Bronson, tell everybody what's up. Aloha everyone, what's up? How's it going? Rules of Murphy Streets, as set by Auntie Sue, is really simple. Shoes and slippers, at the door, come inside, let's talk story. Um, you know, before we actually jump into our material that we have lined up for today, and yes, we are talking some exciting stuff. Um, Mandalorian trailer is going to be our first thing, but I do want to know, Bronze. It's been about it's been a day over a week. Have you picked up anything cool? Oh yeah. Um, we, okay. Okay. Yesterday. Oh, I that's actually, right. Yes, I was. Yeah. I didn't mean to lead to that, but yes, I did also. So mean shout out to, lead to the that. Collectors Anonymous page. You guys know who you guys are. Thank you for the heads up on what I got. Um, yesterday, I picked up the Zordon and Alpha Five set. I was really looking forward to that. Is that also Lightning? Is that the it Lightning? It's part of the Lightning collection. It's yeah. a Walmart exclusive. Oh. Um, but I mean, as a kid, I've always wanted a Zordon, like a legit Zordon. Yeah, I was gonna figure. say, hold on, because but, you had. Um, you know what's dope is you you showed me um, the one, the original one, the one right. that you you called the test tube one. Yeah, <laughs> and it really did. It was kind of sad. Yeah, to be honest, like and. To, when you showed me, first of all, in the box, it looks dope. Mm. And then you brought it out, and I remember you having some uh, uh, some anxiety, some hopes that it make you know. Hopefully, it's not like I guess there's been some defects as yep. far as having bad lighting. Yep. But man, when yours lit up and you sent me that picture, yeah. it was like everything super, you ever wanted, right? Super dope. Nice. Yeah. So if you guys ever um, get a chance, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, on my Instagram page, you can find the picture of the Zordon, and it's illuminated super super cool if you guys ever get a chance to find it um at walmart highly recommend picking one up i believe it was 34 bucks hi mom yeah 34 bucks for um the walmart exclusive zordon at alpha 5 wow um oh and, and also the the one thing that i thought was kind of co- cool and cute that they added in there was alpha 5 also has he has a teddy bear he has a teddy bear because i was gonna say like i don't know if i, I necessarily remember that, remember that. Yeah. so i thought you would have if you if if any i, I mean that. i probably did but it's one of those things that you don't really like you just pass off because you're not focused on what alpha 5 is carrying you just fight yeah you're just waiting for the power just to fight the baddies yeah. right well so i guess <laughs> apparently we missed the teddy bear that was yeah. living in the con- command center the entire but time. But I give Hasbro credit for adding those, those little, little details, minute yeah. um, details to the figures these days. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and plus too, it might be something that somebody really, really dug about Alpha Five. Maybe something yeah. made them connect with Alpha Five like that, and so they missed it on the first drop. By the way, on Bronson's, is that on your hobby, on page? hobby page? On yeah. Bronson's hobby page, um, he actually has a side by side picture of the new one and the original release, yep. right? The original one from the '90s, and then I have the one, um, the most current one, up to date one. Um, the only way you could actually get Alpha 5 back in the day was if you bought the whole command center which I always wanted as a kid I don't know how much they go for now but that was a playset and I think that was the first time they had Zordon too it was like a cardboard behind a tube oh I see yeah but um, yeah um, that was the only way you could get that Alpha 5 figure super super um, cool figure and the differences between the 90s one and the one of today is pretty Cool. Stark, yeah. So yeah. if you're a Power Rangers fan, if you're a toy collecting fan, if you're a fan of the '90s, you definitely want to check it out because when you put it next to each other, I was like, "Whoa!" Like yeah. the new one is like <laughs> way better. It's like way better. It's like super size me. Yeah, yeah. It was like bigger and like a lot more details. I thought it was painted even nicer as well. So uh, kudos to to them for putting that out. Um, as far as what I pay, wait, any, did you get anything else? Um. Spin- oh, and then I got the Black Ranger and um, Zio. 
uh, Red Red Zero Ranger the same day. Are those are those Lightning doubles collection. or is that no, the first time? I, that's the first time I picked them up. So the Black Ranger, the only time he came out was um, through Walgreens as a Walgreens exclusive okay. with a Dragon Shield. Yeah. So this one has no Dragon, no dragon Shield, shield. Mm-hmm. and then he has um, a different head sculpt. So it has the Zack with the dreads. Oh. And then um, the Red Zero Ranger. It's a new figure that came out. I just got got him because he's Tommy. <laughs> I love the Tommy figures, so I, yeah. had, to, I had to pick up. You got to get Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. yeah, no question. Um, so for me, uh, I didn't really, I didn't necessarily buy. I'm trying to think if I bought anything uh, while I was in store. I don't think I necessarily got anything in store. I didn't purchase anything in store. Um, but again, you know, being in, a lot of us are doing a lot of the online shopping, mm-hmm. a lot of the app shopping. And so I got some stuff off of Mercari. I don't know if you saw my mail calls, but I did get... Um, some stuff from Galaxy's Edge, which we will take a look at for um, what's on my table. Um, Des, for your question, it is the no snorp underscore toy box. That's the one that the pictures. That's my are on. hobby page. Yeah, yeah, that's Bronson's hobby page. I posted on my story too, my regular story. Yeah, but you got it. Definitely worth a look. Um, but yeah, so for me, um, I got the new Galaxy's Edge kind of uh, Target exclusive stuff, and then I also got, and I don't know if you saw what I got, but I got another. Of the original Blue Stripe Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. That's like your favorite. I, I, I got Vader. another one. I got another box. So I have him. I have him loose. And I had and, and I bought one box from um, from the heart. Hawaii. Uh, Ken gave me a good deal. I could Super not pass deal. it. Yeah, I could not pass it up. And I got equally as good a deal on Mercari to get this other one. I don't know why people are not digging this figure as much as I am. Yeah. And so it's the only Black Series figure in which you can take off Darth Vader's helmet. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... Or is there another one that has a chain? No, like, that's I the really only think, one. Yeah. I think the only other one that has a chain is the Walgreens, the um, Emperor's Wrath, Darth Vader. Does he have a chain? The, I think it does. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, that's... I mean, to me, those are the two things that really make this figure stand out, and I don't understand why it's, as of right now, going for so cheap. Mm. Like, people are just... They almost seem to be offloading them, and, and uh, oddly enough, even on one of the collector's page, they had noted, like... I didn't know you could take his helmet off. Like, yeah. Well, that that's is, how long we've been in the, yeah. in the Black Series. Yeah, that's right. Though. Son, we are OG. <laughs> OG. Um, but yeah, so okay. So let's get to this Mandalorian trailer drop. So today was the day that they dropped it, yeah. right? I kind of actually woke woke up to it and I saw it on Twitter. And then as I was looking at it on Twitter, Bronson sent it to me and, and uh I have to make Cito. sure it's legit because we keep seeing these yes. fan, fan, um, fan-made trailers <laughs> and it's like, oh, you want to believe. And they tease so you too on some of them. Yeah, not, you know? yeah, yeah, totally. So. We got the trailer today, and if you have not seen it, definitely check it out. Um, do you have it on your page anywhere? No. I think on the um, on Facebook, on the Murphy Street page, on Murphy Street Podcast page, I know I put it up on there. Um, so if you want to check it out, we have it there. You can also ch- check it out on YouTube as well. But um, it's an amazing trailer. Very, very exciting. So much to, to see and do. So um, we're going to break this down in a couple of different ways. And what we want to start with is... What did we see? What do we know for certain that we saw? And the only reason, well, as we go through this, you'll see why we have to ask that question. So, Bronze, what about you? What did you see? What do you know for certain that, that you saw? So, for certain, I know they get the child back because we've seen him quite often in the right. trailer. So, that yeah. already answered one of our burning questions is um, season two, I mean, season one, one ended. ended, yeah. So I mean, which I thought it was kind of funny that they were so open about yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right? Like yeah. you were kind of like wondering, like because Whoa. in case you guys forgot, the the child was stolen at mm-hmm. the end. Um, what is the name of the uh, the little Ugnat? Um, I can't remember what his name. But was. But the Ugnat was carrying him back to the ship. 
Uh, IG-11 was reprogrammed to be a nurse droid, but he, uh, the Ugnat did not make it back to the ship. The, spe- the scout troopers got scout him. Scout troopers, yep. And they brought it back to Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. right? So that's where it ends up. It's so funny because it seems so nonchalant now. Like, okay, you know, the Mando has the the, uh, the baby back right. now. So it's just like, whoa, what? But okay, what else you got? Um, and then what else did we see? Oh, we see uh, Gina, uh, what, what's her name? Um, Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Cara Dune's back. Yeah. Um, and Grief Kafka, Kaf- yep. Kafka, him, yeah. And um, we see the what is it? The Razorback, the the little two legged thing, the ship. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, so as the sea, as the um, the trailer opens, it starts with the Razorback, kind of making its way through the the galaxy, and it looks like the the tailgate is open. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's kind of like spewing uh, it sparks. Like it's it's it's, um, it's beat up, beat up, right? Yeah. So uh, that, I mean. Such an ominous beginning, and then after that, it just the uh, the trailer itself picks up. Um, what did I see? Um, other than what you mentioned, the, uh, all of those are dope. What I saw, I'm trying to think if there's anything different than what you saw. The uh, confirmed stuff that yeah, we and yeah. So again, we're trying to stay on the lines of confirmed, and then hopes and dreams, and so on and so forth. Um. Well, I uh, what we can say is that we saw him on a snow planet, and <laughs> uh, we saw a lot of action. Yeah. That is for certain. Yeah. Um, so it definitely looks like, and I don't know if they're changing directors like they did almost every episode last year or last season, but whatever it is, it looks like they they've definitely come across with a good theme. Uh, what we do know for certain is the Mandalorian has been tasked with returning the child now to what was called by the armorer mm-hmm. as um, sorcerers known as the Jedi. The Jedi. Yeah. So return him to where he came where he came from. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and that's the other thing is oh and so we now hear that the armorer is also gonna be in this season as well. Her voice is just amazing. It's absolutely steady it's it a gives leader. me like lord of the rings vibes yes, like totally like, like game uh, of thrones game lord of, of thrones, thrones yeah like, it's um, it's so Galadriel, amazing like the, like the elves and stuff yes. she has that type of vibe yeah <laughs> so she so she's back um all right so what do we think we saw what do we think we saw and guys give us comments if there's anything that we're missing that you guys saw as well um let us know what you guys saw on the mandalorian trailer as well so what do we think we saw what do you think we saw Oh well, I know for sh- for certain. Um, I seen the uh, the sand people on a oh, Tuscan oh, Raider. Okay, yes, on, the on a Bantha. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a desert desert planet, so you can we'll automatically be back assume, that. Yep, be back to Tatooine. Yeah. And um, if we're talking about Jedi, Jedi are known to be on Tatooine. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yeah, that's what I mean. First at meet this him. timeline, Obi Wan's already dead, but um. It's just we it has a have, history. We still have Luke, right? Who's right. still alive? So roaming. I mean, who knows? What if they encounter Luke? Or I don't know. Uh-huh. You know. Um, what about this? What do we think we saw in that shot where there is a hooded figure and people are kind of crossing back and forth? You know that scene. It looks like it's gonna be a wet planet because it was like at a dock, like a it harbor, does. Yeah, there was a lot the of the um, calamari. No, characters what were they called the octopus looking yeah characters. I'm trying to think what they're called though but um, yes um, but they're all like unloading cargo and stuff yeah and, like, so what do we think we saw when that hooded figure oh so we were we were kind of going back and forth this and was a matter of we debate this morning between us say who that hooded person was uh-huh. and it, it 
it was revealed during the part where the armor is talking about Jedi. So right. we only we only assumed that that was Ahsoka, but of course it's not Ahsoka because she has no no face uh, familiar markings. familiar yeah. markings on her face, and, and even she, her hood was just a regular right. hood, as opposed to if it was Ahsoka, you'd have her right and her her. Thing Leckos. Be, yeah, her Leckos would yeah. be... <laughs> it sounds weird to say that. Yeah, man. <laughs> but um, we kind of speculated that it was Ahsoka, but then we kind of pointed out, like, oh, maybe it's Sabine from Rebels. Who's being played by... By... Um, uh, Sasha Banks? Sasha, yeah. Is it Sasha Banks? W, the WWE... She's a wrestler. She's a wrestler, yeah. So another wrestler is going to make their way... Um, oh, thank you, Mom. Love you. Um, another wrestler is making their way into the Star Wars universe. Apparently, her name is Sasha Banks. Um, the hooded figure had a face that could have been Rosario Dawson, could have been Sasha Banks. Either way, or it could be a Jedi, like yeah, or it could be Jedi, like Barriss you know? Ophi. It could right. be a rogue Jedi, exactly. So it was a hooded figure. Um, ugh, such the suspense. So many different ways that that character could go. So I kind of wish they kept that hidden. You know, like I would rather have them. You but know, give what, us like a like a. But what did they really reveal? You know, like look, we're debating what we saw. Right. Right. So I mean, this isn't the what we think we saw, but then okay, let me just turn it to you. Um, what do we hope we saw in that? What do who do you hope that character is? I'm hoping it will because of the part where the armor is mentioning Jedi. I'm hoping that it is a Jedi. Yeah. Um, Why would you feel duped if it wasn't? You'd be like these. No, because not, well, maybe I. Uh, it depends because <laughs> you would have to watch the actual episode to kind of like right to see how it. And then of course, one thing with Disney is like when they drop these trailers and then you watch the actual sh- show or or, or uh, movie, it's like what they like really wanted to kind of like twist our Misdirect minds, misdirect you, yeah, mislead you into uh-huh. thinking that it is who you think it is, but it's not. But um, yeah, I would hope it's a Jedi. Yeah, because even if it's a rogue jedi right like because a one series rogue one one episode rogue jedi yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know like cuz now with the um with the what is it the what is the video game called um the the one with Cass. oh um fallen order fallen order I yes mean, jedi, fallen order. there there can't be like just obi-wan and luke or um yoda that was a part of the jedi like i don't think every single jedi is extinct i'm sure there's there has to be a lot that escaped order 66 right right you would think. Like, I mean, that would be super cool if there's more Jedi, you know, uh-huh. that are out there living rogue lives on different planets. Yeah, or- yeah, absolutely. So, um, speaking of different planets, there is a scene in which, and this is probably what this was probably one of my favorite debates that went on between the three of us today via text. Um, as far as what planet could that possibly be? So I mean, obviously they multiple planets right, in this trailer, right? Right, yes. Yeah, so they did. They they took us and that's the great thing about of course being in the Star Wars universe uh, and the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian is known for traveling. He's a yeah. rogue tra- he's like a gypsy, if you will, mm-hmm. right? He's just kinda going next assignment to next assignment. Um, but okay, so we see this snow planet uh, in the Star Wars universe. Obviously the first planet that you think of if you're a traditionalist in the Star Wars universe would be... Would be Hoth. Hoth. That would be your first thought. But that has to be too easy. Yeah. Right? And why would he go back to Hoth? Like, there was There's really no, nothing yeah. there. The, the rebels were really hiding there. Um, the next place that we thought it might possibly be, or one of the other two places that we thought it might be, do you remember, Bronze? Um, what is it called? The one with the eye? Uh, Ilum? Ilum? Yeah. Ilum. And I think it would make sense for them to go back to Ilum because mm-hmm. you figure this... Mandalorian takes place... Um, what is it? Five, six years after Return of the Jedi. Right. And then, I think they want to slowly tie in um, 
they want to sl- slowly tie in uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the Star Killer base. Right. So I'm assuming so they're going to figure Let's... out. They're going to kind of show the fans how did the First Order get to where they're where they're at now? Yeah. Because yeah. right now in the galaxy, right, the Empire is fallen, and they have some remnants of the um, the Empire, right? We we've seen the um, the stormtroopers, uh, Moff Gideon, but it's like a small mm-hmm. cluster of stormtroopers, right, and um, Imperials and you know so that that's what we were thinking we were thinking it's either star killer base or it's either ilum and um for those of you guys who aren't familiar with ilum ilum was actually probably the first time i ever seen ilum was in star wars the clone wars the animated series the original one that was broken up into small pieces on cartoon network um but that's where luminara unduli took barra sophie to create her lightsaber because ilum is also one of the planets that houses kyber crystals mm-hmm. So again, we're in search of Jedi. Where would you go? Well, where Jedi need to go, right, yeah, to to create their weapons? So and it uh, makes sense too because the ending of Rebels, they sh- they they ended on an ice planet mm-hmm. with Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and then they had all the clone troopers' helmets and their bodies buried yeah. and whatever. That and, that um, amazingly artistic ending shot in which you see the clone helmet and then Darth Vader walking up to it, the, the reflection of him right. in the visor, right. right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And so that's why it's it's just. I mean, yeah. if they're gonna introduce Ahsoka, I'm sure they're gonna like tie in those particular scenes that hardcore Star Wars fans will know about, right? Like, yeah. Like I didn't really watch too much of Rebels and and um, Clone Wars, Clone but Wars, yeah. you guys filled me in on all the gaps and whatnot. But and it makes sense, right? Yeah, it yeah. does make sense. You know, it does make sense if they're gonna introduce um, Ahsoka. You know, why would you know they'd have to show how they met and how they got to that particular point mm-hmm. in the timeline of Star Wars, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, and we're just going to do this because I feel like we need to indulge the gratuitous elephant in the Mandalorian room. Mm-hmm. Um, any change in the child? Mm. Or in the cradle itself? The child seems more comical in this. Right? Exactly. This exactly why yeah. I asked. Because as I, I, as I watched it for the fifth and sixth time, um, I noticed that they gave him a little more expressiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, which added to the scenes more levity, if anything else. But still, nonetheless, I do feel like we're going to get a lot more of the child, which yeah. I think John Favreau actually yeah. mentioned saying, like, hey, next season we're going to be, you know, people are asking, so we want to make sure that we, we, we give mm-hmm. them, right? So um, as far as the cradle, the cradle still looked pretty dinged up and scratched up, so I'm going to say it was yeah. the same one. Um, but probably my favorite scene from this, and I want to know your favorite scene after, but... My favorite scene from this was when it seems like the Mandalorian gets double-crossed. And then so we're, we're on a tight shot of the cradle with with the child looking mm-hmm. out. The Mandalorian pulls out his little wrist thing. And then the like birds. a bunch of little, yeah, little tweeting birds or yeah. whatever they call those things pop out. And, and then the baby start. Yoda, like, he was like, oh! And then so he jumps into his, his cradle, he closes it, <laughs> and then it all goes black. And then you just hear a... Yep. Yeah, so that was we'll my start, favorite part. And then you don't know what's going on. Yeah. You just hear sound of You just hear lasers going and thuds. Like, do, do you, Okay, the first time I watched it, yeah. I was kind of hoping you would hear like a lightsaber or something. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Zzz, yeah. Right? But no, we just hear like, no. like clanks and like battling or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That you have been, to temper I mean, your enthusiasm. Been, that would have been dope if they that did been, absolutely. a lightsaber. You would have been like, whoa. Like, Without who question. Was that, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? What was your favorite part? Um, I mean... For like a what two minute trailer, or yeah, a minute, minute forty. Trailer. Yeah, I was actually I liked the the scene with the scout troopers that were like jumping oh up that yeah, on the speeder bikes. No, and you know, and to me, that's like the best thing about um, these new movies is they really push the envelope as yeah. far as 
what we used to see as a kid, what we probably imagined right. in our mind. Yeah, and, and this is another, I guess, testament to the fact that the people who are creating these shows are fans themselves. But you overall, know? I would say that, I mean, all the nostalgic scenes kind of tugged at me. Yeah. Like, like when we got to see the X-Wings or the, oh, uh, the yeah. Tuscan Raider, like Gamorrean guards actually fighting. Like, we've yeah. never seen that before. Yeah. Right? So that's going to be kind of interesting to see, like, Gamorrean guards going at, get at each other in a in a fighting match. But I like the fact that uh, John Favreau and um, all the other directors are actually taking, taking like, all these off characters like side characters and actually utilizing them yeah. in the series you know what I mean well, no and, and you're absolutely right like that to me that's probably one of the most underappreciated things mm-hmm. you know is there's the, the Star Wars universe is so huge it's so profuse it's so deep um, that you can literally make anything out of anything and, and so it's great to see them using and being resourceful right, and right. actually diving into the other characters the side characters so yeah absolutely um, all right, so again, if you guys haven't watched it on the Facebook, on the Murphy Street Podcast Facebook page, we do have the uh, trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2, uh, but I'd be surprised if you did not see it yet. But anyway, uh, what we wanted to move on to now, because we've been showing so much love, in, uh, inadvertently, but they were, they've just been in the news, um, we've been showing, showing so much love to the DC Universe, it's time to get back mm-hmm. to the one that we really love. What's going on, Tim? Hey, what up, Tim? Uh, time to get back to the one that we really love, it, which is the... Marvel Cinematic Universe. MCU, that's right, <laughs> absolutely. And so, how do we talk about the MCU without going into stuff we've been talking about? Uh, we f- we go into their deep, um, what was the roster of characters, and we figure out what's coming up next. And so, of this deep roster of characters, I found someone that I I'm a I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I actually have her figure. I had to get the new one because it, I really feel like they did her justice in the new one, which I should have probably brought to the table as well, but. <laughs> Um, She-Hulk is going to be coming to the small screen. It's going to be coming to television on Disney+. Plus. Now, the reason she was in the news initially is because um, they are actually in talks. Disney+, Plus is actually in talks with Kate Coiro. And I hope I said that right. Um, again, I, I'm reading this off of uh, CBR.com. They have a, a, a story about She-Hulk, Disney's, Disney+, Plus's Marvel series, lands its first director. The reason they say that they, it lands as first director is because she's only come on to direct the pilot. Um, but for those of you guys who don't understand, you guys are like, why are you guys talking about She-Hulk? She's probably just going to be like a one-off or like a Daredevil. <laughs> uh, you know, cause, because as of right now, Daredevil has been relegated to just Netflix, right? He's only mm-hmm. been streaming service. We, Other than when ben, ben Affleck played him almost a decade and some change ago. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen Red um, Daredevil come to the screen. So... She-Hulk, yeah, she will be on Disney+, Plus, but we're talking about her because she's part of Phase 4. Wow. Yes, she's, she's part of Phase 4. And so it's, for those of you guys who are like, what are you talking about? What is Phase 4? Phase 4 is like the new initiative. So Infinity War was kind of the big... Infinity War and Endgame was kind of the big workup, right? For MCU, the last time it was doing this gigantic workup. Um, this time it's going to be Phase 4... And the cast of characters, you'll see a lot of the ones that we've seen before. Spider-Man, we'll see Captain Marvel, um, and those guys. Oh, and, well, now, the Black Panther, whoever re- assumes that role again. Um, but you'll also see a bunch of new characters, or characters assuming bigger roles. Um, one of those will be She-Hulk. Now, the question is, Bronx, do you happen to know her origin story? How does She-Hulk become She-Hulk? 
I have no clue. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. You know, because, again, she's not, like, the most popular character, but I will say this. So, She-Hulk, her name in real life is Jennifer Walter, and she is the cousin to Bruce Banner. Okay. So, she gets hospitalized due to some mob boss. And uh, I can't remember which mob boss it was, and I don't even remember if it was, like, Kingpin or anyone like that. Mm-hmm. that. But, anyway... She uh, yes, she's a policewoman, crime fighter. Very good, son. Um, but the the how she becomes She Hulk is she goes to the hospital after getting beat up by this crime boss, and she needs a blood transfusion. Only person, only living relative they can they can locate is Bruce, is Bruce Banner. So he of course reluctantly obliges. She gets that transfusion, and next thing you know, she has the ability as well. Um, now here's the thing, and, and and what I wanted to ask first of all is. What does this mean for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I already told you she's part of Phase 4. So now, uh, and, and Bronx, you could probably talk to some of this. What, what does this mean for us if we're watching a show that's going to be on Disney+, Plus, but is part of Phase 4? What are we more than likely going to see down the road, you think? I'm hoping for X-Men. <laughs> yeah? That's my biggest hope. Okay. Because, I mean, how are they going to top the first, you know initial phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe you know I like that I like that that direction you, you want to see you're hoping action like, okay like Avengers are done <clears throat> right so I mean I don't know any other way Disney or Marvel Fox how are they gonna uh, bridge their franchises together for this new phase uh-huh. but it would be definitely interesting to see them merge all of that together well how's about this there is one a team and it wasn't the X-Men that Jennifer Walter actually became a member of in tandem with being an Avenger, and I don't know if you Maybe knew that like she was... New Avengers or something, or I don't know. She was, uh, it wasn't the New Avengers, so she was part of the Avenger. Well, I guess she was part of the new-ish Avengers, but she was also part of the Fantastic Four. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, yeah, so at one point in time, uh, Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk becomes a member in place of the Thing who stays. So it was during that time when there was, I want to say the Collector, what was the name of that gentleman? But um, there's basically this huge, um, like, fight gladiator-type arena-type area mm-hmm. on a, a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and Sorry, wrong universe, I know. <laughs> but, um, but Ben Grimm gets to, when he goes there, he realizes that he can stay human while he's there. Wow. So he opts to stay a little longer. And in the meantime, She-Hulk is like, okay, well, sure, I'll, I'll jump on with you. So she was actually an Avenger and the Fantastic Four at the same time. That's cool. Yeah, so it's super cool. And then so to, that, that's why I love that you, you didn't know because it opened it up to, hey, I'd love to see X-Men. I would love to see yeah. X-Men too, as a matter of <laughs> fact. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but more than likely, what I think this is alluding to is, one, we are more than likely going to see the introduction of the Fantastic Four at some point in time. Possibly. A brand new introduction, I hope. Gosh. <laughs> well, here's, and, and just to really quickly touch on that, for me, the one that they did with, well, actually, I'm, I was just about to say Jessica Alba. And Jessica Alba was probably the worst one of them. But when Chris Evans was Johnny Storm, like, I thought that was not that bad. I was okay with that Fantastic Four, especially when they did Rise of Silver Surfer. Um, but yes, you're right. We'll probably be introduced to a new set of Fantastic Four family. And hopefully it won't be a hodgepodge like it was in the last Fantastic Four in which we debated. And I said was one of the worst movies of all time and lost, so I can't say that anymore. Um, but yes, hopefully we'll be introduced to that. But what I what I was also getting to is the fact that um, with her being on Disney Plus and being part of Phase Four, mm-hmm. are we going to see the crossover of television to big screen? Ooh, I mean that's what I would hope, right? And I would, then I would hope that'll be the the direction that they're going for. 
but I mean Disney Plus, man, they have their their marketing schemes. Like they do. So, but how many times have we seen that crossover where it's a smooth transition where you get the the players, the actors from the television show to be the actors in the movie? Like very seldom is that or has um, that been done, right? I think it has been done. With, yeah. What is that show? Um, Agent Agent Shield, right? Didn't okay. They do that? Agents of Shield. Uh, Agent oh, of with Shield. um. What's his they name? They introduced some of... I think they had... Agent Paulson? No, is it Paulson? They had some of the characters or like some... Coulson. Coulson. They incorporated that with the, Aven- the Avengers, right? Some, some well, I, I know for certain Agent Coulson. You're absolutely right. But I feel like that one was kind of... Uh, of Not a fracture necessarily, but it was taken from a different uh, point in time. Mm. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is before the Avengers and all right, of this right, stuff. Right. So I, I, what I want to say is this is going to be the marrying of a living timeline in which... We're going to see, and this is what we were kind of talking about with the relationship between the animated Clone mm-hmm. Wars and now the the Mandalorian with Ahsoka making that crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking now we're going to, now Disney's kind of trying to traverse that where they're doing television and movie right. running congruently at the same time. Right. Now, you talk about Disney Plus and Disney scheming. Yeah. Like they will just have officially done like two of the hugest crossovers of right. all time. And pretty much That's pretty same. cool how they would cross over like, like a cartoon and, and then cross it with the actual movie or TV show like you'd have to be one of those hardcore fans to really get engaged and um, know all of that yeah right? like yeah and then I heard like even with um, uh, Into the, the Spider-Verse or whatever aren't they gonna try to like incorporate that too into the Marvel Cinematic Universe that is what I hear well that the rumor is, right that is what I, I hear. hear yeah but well I mean how do we do that well I'd love to see that um, Des said good point Bronson I'm sorry she said that like 11 minutes ago so I don't know what she said that about but thank you Des what what was the point that Bronson made I, I'd love to hear that um, so yeah so again guys it, for those of you who don't know check out the article uh, and again I, I got this article from CBR.com um, and it was titled She-Hulk Disney Plus's Marvel series lands its first director and the reason why I say that is because you can scroll down and it also has related She-Hulk, how the Avenger joined the Fantastic Four. And this is how I became um, more knowledgeable on She-Hulk herself. Because I'm going to be honest, I got her toy because I thought she looked really good for the toy. Like, it was a, it was a great toy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but she also has a, an, an awesome story that kind of starts to foreshadow a lot of um, hopefully what Disney has coming down the pipeline. Um, all right. So before we head into... Uh, oh, actually, yeah. Before we head into... Are naming our mashup and then what's on our table. Uh, our last thing that we want to talk about, it's going to be really light. It was supposed to be a little heavier, but our Funko Pop guy is not here today, so uh, we'll do our best to talk Funko, because Bronson used to be a heavy Funko head, and I've recently joined the club. Um, but guys, so first of all, New York Comic Con is the next of the big Comic Cons coming up, and that's supposed to be October 8th to the 11th. Obviously, it's going to be the same where it's done via online presence. Uh... I'm going to guess that they're probably going to release their exclusives with partner companies like Target, um, like Walmart, GameStop. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what they did with like the Cyborg Superman came from a convention, right? Yeah. Um, So look for these these Funko Pops coming up, especially if you're a Funko collector. Um, And what we have here is a Star Wars guy, a movie, like an older movie guy. So for you older movie uh, film buffs. Um, pay attention to this and then also one of the newer more popular um, uh, action adventure dramas coming up right now so the first one which one you want to talk about first should we talk about the Star Wars version first the uh, old movie first or the um, the new the new series uh, let's go with 
the new stuff. All right. So the new series version of the Funko Pop, the 2020 New York Comic Con exclusive, I am psyched about and also not psyched at the same time because I was certain I was done collecting this group of Funkos. But nonetheless, I need to have it. I saw it and it is amazing. It is Ben. What is he? Number six? Number Ben is number three, is he? I think. He's three, I think. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking or about... number six? I don't know. We are talking. Hey, Kimo, how's it going? Uh, you know Kimo from DDC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Kimo. Um, so what we're talking about right now is the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy has released seven, 13 total figures um, in its initial run. And so it had all seven of the Umbrella Academy's kids. Um, it had Pogo, who's the monkey. It had Hazel. It had Chacha, who are the two bounty hunters, time bounty hunters. Um, and then you had your two chase pieces, which was Vanya in her white outfit. You had uh, number five with his mask. And then you also had a Hot Topic exclusive, which was the glow-in-the-dark band, which out of all the pieces that came out, <laughs> that glow-in-the-dark band by far is like my favorite. Um, but this New York Comic Con exclusive coming up will be Ben, child Ben, all covered in blood. Do you remember the scene in which they, they got that figure from? Was it towards the season finale? No, it was actually no, towards the beginning of the season. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like episode one or two. Was it when they robbed the bank? Yes, when the bank robbers the came in. And then they they um they let Ben how, go take care yeah, of him. That's yeah, that's Ben died, right, or something. That's well, no, that well that was the only time we actually saw Ben in action. Right. So like Ben goes in, he basically you see all the tentacles flying everywhere, right. people screaming, and then he comes out of the oh, room he, like all bloodied up. Yeah, he had, yeah, and he's like. Right. Can we go home now? Yeah. Because, uh, so, that was probably one of the dopest scenes, and you're like, oh my god, who is this kid? I can't wait to see him, and then later on you realize he's dead, so you don't get Like, the first him. initial reaction when I saw it, I thought it was, like, the season, the season two ending, where right. he was all bloody. So. Yeah. Sorry, no spoilers for those who didn't watch it yet, but... No spoilers, <laughs> unless you want, unless you didn't want to know what the Funko was, then we've just spoiled but it for you. thanks to this guy, it's a little, I'm a fan now, so... Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's a good show, what do you want me to do it about is. it, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got two left. The two are some the Star Wars something, or do you want a old movie? Uh, let's go with old movie. Old movie. All right. So for those of you who are film buffs, you may know a movie by the title "The Princess and the Bride," or "The Princess <laughs> Bride." Excuse me, "The Princess Bride." For those of you who collect Funko Pops, you may already have some in the collection. I don't know which ones they have out, but it seems like they already have some. What you will want to add is the 2020 New York Comic Con exclusive, Fezzik. <laughs> Do you know who Fezzik is? No. Fezzik, did you watch Princess Bride? No. Preston, after this, your, your assignment is to go home and watch Princess Bride. The Princess don't, Bride. Don't throw me into any more fandoms. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a. You know what? So, well, first of all, I will open you up to this because the Princess Bride is so awesome that they actually have a Princess Bride fair that happens in Oregon every year okay. where you dress up like characters from the show <laughs> um, but it's awesome it's it's a really cool one and on top of that Deadpool did a parody for Deadpool 2 in which it was done in the fashion the of style. Princess Bride yeah <laughs> so he even kidnapped Fred Savage so spoiler alert for you Fred wow. Savage opens the movie but it's an awesome movie it would be worth your time Fezzik is Andre the Giant wow. Andre the Giant is in the movie and he's he, 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 it's actually more of a a comedic performance. His is a little slower. He's like the big oaf, dumb, mm -hmm. strong guy. But it's such an awesome movie. Fezzik is a character that if you did collect um, The Princess Bride, you want to add to your collection. And this figure has Fezzik 
about to throw a rock. So there's a, a time when he he squares off against the antagonist. He's like, I can kill you, you know. <laughs> um, and so he has that rock. He's in that pose, and it's pretty cool. Um, so, okay. Last but not least, we'll talk about the Funko Pop that is representing Star Wars for now. I'm sure there will be more, so please don't be mad at me if, if more comes out. But um, the ones representing the Star Wars universe actually is part of the Mandalorian series is the child. Now, what makes this child different is he's actually grasping his Mandalorian pendant. Of course. Yes. <laughs> so it's pretty cool because he's grasping his Mandalorian pendant um, and it looks like it's, it's a real pendant. I mean, you know, it has the string attached to it and everything. So um, check those guys out. You want to see them, especially, uh, how's this? If you're not going to check them out, if you want to see it later, I will be putting this up on um, the Murphy Street highlights when I, when I put the shorter version of this show on. So pay attention for that because I'll put these on here. But um, yeah, so for those of you guys who pay attention to when we actually go on excursions or any other things that I write and stuff like that, um, we actually had a contest for you to win. This one. Is, it, is this yours? Which one's yours? Oh, this is mine. Okay. For you to win this shirt here. For you to win this shirt here. For you to win this shirt here. And then also, just so you know, Murphy Street Podcast is on the back. Just so you know. And just so you know, it's in gold. Um, and so we had that drawing or we had that contest for you to win. Now, of the submissions that came in, uh, we talked about it and the winner of the name our mashup, because every time we go on an excursion before I, I announced the, the winner before, uh, every time we go on an excursion, a Murphy street excursion, we always do a mashup. And so our mashup this week entailed Rosie the Tyrannosaurus Rex, the T-Rex, Rosie the T-Rex, I believe that's Re what Cito Re calls Rexy or, or I think it's Rosie. Rosie? I think that's what Cito said on his post. Oh. But anyway, it, it involves <laughs> a T-Rex, um, it involves a Rebel Trooper, and it involves X-Force Deadpool. Uh, so if you have not seen it, by all means, check it out. We, I will be putting up a post for it in, uh, at the, or by tomorrow at least. Um, to commemorate, first of all, the person who is now the namer of this particular shot because CeeLo shot the picture. I think it's a fantastic shot. Mm -hmm. um, and so the name of this piece is now going to be called Rebels of the Jungle. So having said that, the winner of our contest, his Instagram name is at Adam Rogers Official. So Adam, you are our winner. Adam, you are our winner. Actually, he was on that one. So Adam, if you're still on... Thank you so, so very much. You are welcome to try and come on live with us. We'd like to say thank you. We'd love to hear how you uh, decided to come about the name. I liked it because of the fact that it, it, it it's, it's all encompassing. So Rebels of the Jungle, you know, when first of all, we'll, we'll work backwards. The jungle is represented by all the grass and, of course, the, di the dinosaur in there Ooh. really has a real jungle feel. And then, of course, the rebels because we have a rebel trooper and, well, let's be honest, Ooh. Deadpool is the ultimate rebel. Yeah. Right? So... Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations very much. Uh, and uh, Sorry. Congratulations and thank you very much, Adam, for Thanks for participating. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I will connect with you. We'll get your size and we'll make sure that you get your own, don't forget your slippers, Murphy Street Podcast shirt. Uh, we'll get that to you ASAP. Um, all right. So now on to our last segment of the show, which is What's, what's on, on My, my table? table? That's right. Okay. So we got two of them. Um, pretty much from the same, and I will let Bronson kind of explain the first one. So choose one, Bronson. Oh, uh, I'll go with the Cardinal. Okay. 
So we have the Captain Cardinal figure here. There's no number on the, the figure itself due to the fact that it's an exclusive to Target. Um, we picked, well, I picked this up, what was it, two weeks ago maybe? About two weeks ago? Yep. When it dropped at uh, Target, we went first thing in the morning. Um, yeah, we, we hooked up with uh, Jedi, Jedi and Lofa. Lofa. Yep. Yep. So shout out to them. Shout out to you guys, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, and then um, I believe there was only four figures that dropped that day. Uh, three, I think. It was just well, three for the store we went to. Right. In oh, general, yeah. And some people got the, the Mountain Trooper, right? Right. Yeah. So in general, there was four figures that dropped. There was this one. Um, there's the one that we're about to show, which is Rex, uh, Mountain Trooper, and then um, Hondo. 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 Hondo Onaka. Yeah. So those are the four figures that were scheduled to release at Target and um, be exclusive to only Target. Um, let's see. I don't know much about this figure other than the fact that it's um, it's um, just from Galaxy's it's Edge. It's like a red Captain Phasma. Right. It's, yeah. it's pretty much a Captain Phasma. That's all right. That's what the, the synopsis on the back of the box is it's for. actually different. It's same scope as the regular um, First Order Stormtroopers, just that it's red. Um, this is the first time we've actually had a red, mm. yeah. crimson-colored... Um, first order stormtrooper. So it, it it's pretty cool. It comes with um, soft goods. It has a blaster and a pistol. Um, but I don't really know much about this character's uh, backstory. So he'll read you about. the back. So it says here the back of the box. It says Captain Cardinal served as Armitage Huck's personal guard as he was among the orphans that Brendel Huck's took in to create the first order from. So. So he's I don't an OG know any of those characters. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but from my understanding, I think there's like a Galaxy's Edge comic or something. Like yeah, that. there is a Galaxy's so, Edge comic. Yeah, which you could probably get a much better backstory. I am um, bound to go there one day to Galaxy's Edge. But yes, guys. If, if you can believe it, Ga Bronson has actually never been to any of the Galaxy's Edge. Never. Right? <laughs> so neither of the one, the one in uh, Florida or the one in Anaheim. So hopefully, COVID can hurry up and go away, so you can get your trip to Galaxy's Edge on. Um, all right, so the one that I'm going to share with you guys is probably my favorite. No, actually, the one I really wanted was Hondo, but he's my second, like a very close runner-up second favorite. This is DJ R3X. Um, collectors will just call him Rex because that's exactly what it looks like. Um, but those of you guys who may be familiar, um, he might look look similar. Does, does, does he strike any um, resemblances to anyone that you might have seen in the past? He looks kind of like... Um the droid from Space Mountain a little. Star Tours. Kind of like Star Tours or yes. like um, Wally. Kind of like getting Wally vibes. So this is exactly the driver who used to be your driver for Star Tours. That is where the sculpt from DJ R3X came from. So, um, yes, this guy is another one, like Bronson said, has no number on the side. He is a Target exclusive. So um, most especially once the COVID thing hit and all the parks closed, the Target Galaxy's Edge partnership definitely ramped up. And so now we got to see these guys in store. Ordinarily, DJ R3X, Hondo Onaka, and uh, Commander Pyre were the three that came in packs that were only available at Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also, I'm sorry, the Mountain Trooper was Mountain also Trooper. with, uh, with um, Pyre. Captain Cardinal was not in any this of the like three packs. brand yeah. new character. So this is kind of a fresh one. So for any of you... Um, collectors out there who really wants one that's that's kind of been untouched or hasn't seen the light of day before, Captain Cardinal would be your ones. If you want one more for nostalgia, more for like fandom and like you know hype, then I, I would say go for um, R3X. Oh, one more thing I wanted to point out. Yep. So some of these figures, I think it's only Hondo. There's a big like yeah. thing going on about the the boxes. So um, apparently on some of the the spines of the boxes, 
some of them have either the um, Rebels. Rebel Insignia yeah. or it has the First Order Insignia. Yep. So I only noticed that on... Um, well, this one has the Rebels one. This I one think, has Rebels, yeah. I think mine has pilot. the... I don't know if mine has the... Um, first Order? The First Order signal. Oh. Uh, well, I threw it away already. But um, I think it's only the uh, Hondo. Everyone's kind of like wondering why certain ones have the First Order yeah. logo or the Rebels logo. Well, because Hondo has both on his. He's both. One well, has he's a one. pirate, right? Yeah, so exactly. They said he can either be a bad or Right, a bad. and I'm not sure if that was a misprint or if they did that in, yeah. on purpose. But it's just best to get both <laughs> until we figure it out. And I heard he's the chaser right now, right? Well, I mean, like I like I told you, Ron's like that's just my guy. Like I, I like Hondo. If you if you watched him on Clone Wars, you would definitely know that he's he's oh, so he's from fun. Clone Wars. He's yeah. not like a character that. He's an animated character that they brought to animatronic life uh, on Smuggler's Run in Galaxy's Edge. So, Hondo Onaka is part of the three set. Well, actually, four set if you count the Porgs. Well, then that would make that five set um, if you count the Porgs. But he, um, you, you kind of meet him in real life uh, at Smuggler's Run uh, at Galaxy's Edge. But at first, you meet him in uh, Clone Wars with a bunch of other mercenary, smuggler, bounty hunter types. Um, and yeah some really cool characters come out there but yeah very good point so um, definitely if you find a Hondo check the side or even if you just come across these anyway check the side because if you come across a DJ R3X if for some reason it has the First Order logo buy it because R3X <laughs> is not a First Order pilot and from my understanding they're going to re- they're going to release other characters or other figures eventually down the line I wouldn't doubt it yeah from what I was told I mean there's, they still have the Pyro one that they're gonna drop too we see right. pictures of that right, but right, I, mean, right. I already have that one yeah yeah so do we so having said that first of all before we end we wanna make sure to thank Garen Chun at Sunworks Photography for being our sponsor making our logos look nice thank you. Uh, we always wanna give a shout out to our guys at From the Heart Hawaii they were our site sponsor they're kind of like a partner of ours and so we always wanna make sure that we shout out From the Heart Hawaii if you need Funkos or any type of collectibles at all you wanna start at From the Heart Hawaii um, Bronson, why don't you tell them where they can find you at? You can find me on my hobby page. It's uh, no slurp underscore toy box. That's N O S N O R B underscore toy box. On Instagram, all right. Instagram. And you can also find me at Murphy Street 808. That is M U R P H Y S T R E E T 808. Uh, we always do Murphy Street podcasts every Monday, unless I mess up on the scheduling and I <laughs> have to work that day. But other than that, we normally always will do it on Monday, starting at 6 30. Uh, well, cameras go on at 6 30 we normally start the show at 6 45 so until we see you guys next time don't forget your slippers aloha, aloha.